This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Uh, murals across the state of Missouri. It's kind of like a traveling art show. We'll find out more about that. Samsung is getting ready for their national STEM contest for young students. And a feel-good story in rural southwest Missouri. Bob Barker, one of my favorite game show hosts. The actual retail price is nine oh nine. Edith. That's pretty good for a gal who dozed off in contestants' row. <laughs> now listen, Edith, I want to give you that. A new truck! Uh, he was the best at interacting with the contestants. In 2007, Bob Barker was inducted into the Hall of Famous Missourians and awarded a bust at the Missouri State Capitol. Former House Speaker Rod Jetton led the way for Barker to be inducted. With Barker's recent death... Jetton joined Marshall Griffin to remember the life of this famous Missourian. What were your thoughts when you heard that he had uh, passed away? Well, I was I was saddened, of course, because he was such a wonderfully nice man. And uh, but I was also, you know, Bob Barker's one of those guys. I grew up as a kid, you know, watching Prices Right with my mom. When you know, before you start school, even. And then uh, he all he just he always looked so great. I mean, he, his he just didn't look his age at all. His hair turned white, but it was still perfect. I mean, the guy had a perfect physique, so it didn't surprise me that, that he lived so long. I know he must have been very, you know, must have worked out and stayed, ate healthy. But, uh, of course, you know, being a, a Missourian and knowing that he was in the Hall of Fame, Missourians, hated that, that he passed. But so glad that we uh, got his nomination and was able to put him in back in, the, you know, back, back in 07 uh, so that he could enjoy, you know, kind of that recognition of being one of our famous Missourians. Now, some people may know that uh, Bob Barker was actually born in the state of Washington and grew up in South Dakota. He didn't really get to Missouri until his high school years, and he went to college at uh, Drury College at the time, now Drury University. But he got to start in radio and broadcasting in Missouri as well. So he, he was here long enough to be considered a Missourian, it seems. Yes. You know, I didn't know any of that actually before. I mean, I knew Bob Barker, but I didn't know about his Missouri ties. And, you know, when you the speaker every year has to, you know, pick someone to, to, to go into the hall and you get a lot of different information nominations. And, of course, when, when somebody nominated him and I found out about that, of course, I'm, I was a huge Bob Barker fan. So I was like, we got to do I mean, there's nobody more famous than Bob Barker. And with that Drury University of Missouri connection, I was like, it made perfect sense. And I, I, it was probably one of the most, uh, you know, sometimes when you make a, a, a nomination into the Hall of Famous Missourians, uh, some people maybe are not happy with who you pick, but I can say everybody was happy with Bob Barker when we picked him. Tell me what happened as far as getting the process going for having Bob Barker uh, put in the Hall. How, how, did that, how does that work? I, I think it's still the same way. The speaker gets to pick. The, the person, and, and, and of course, I was, as I said, happy to pick uh, Mr. Barker. And then, of course, there's we raise money in a golf tournament to help fund the bust, and we hire um, a sculptor that can sculpt it. And of course, you're always a little bit nervous. They work on this for a long time, uh, but when the final unveiling comes, that you know the, the person, in, in this case, Mr. Barker, hadn't seen it. So you always hope that that when it gets unveiled, the, the the person is happy with it, and he was just ecstatic. It was a great job. It was a, it was a great bus. If you see it up there, it looks just like him. So he and he said that at the time. He said it was it was great. But you also get to you know you have the person here for the unveiling. You, usually we have dinner or lunch, I should say, in the speaker's office with with uh, Bob. He had a 
couple folks with him that he brought. And, you know, it wasn't always this way for all the people that, that I nominated during my, my four years. But his was the the most biggest crowd. I mean, the Capitol, and if you you remember, I mean, it was just packed. I mean, there was people everywhere, every hallway, everywhere we went, there was people. And I was a little worried, you know, that he would – I didn't want to, you know, wear him out. And, of course, I had all kinds of people bring stuff to my office and say, could you have him sign it during lunch? Could you have him sign it during lunch? And I was a little bit nervous to even ask because I thought, well, I don't want to just hound the poor guy for all the autographs. And, you know – Mr. Barker was the most pleasant person. He was happy to take pictures with people. You might remember he would walk down the hall and people want a picture. He'd stop. We couldn't hardly get anywhere in the Capitol because it took so long because he spent time with everybody that wanted to shake his hand, get an autograph, get a picture. He signed everything people brought to my office. I, I'm telling you, the guy was just a, a joy to, to be with and just was having the time of his life. I kept apologizing for all this interruptions, and he kept saying, oh, this is, a, this is the most fun day of my life. He said, what are, I'm having a blast. He said, I'm just so glad everybody's here. I mean, he was really a pleasant guy to have at the Capitol. Was it a bit of a surprise that uh, that he actually agreed to appear in person at the, um, at the ceremony where he was inducted? Was there a chance that he might have said no? Well, you know, there is. I mean, we, we've had several people that, that we thought of, you know, that are other famous Missourians. And, but, you know, usually we call them and we say, hey, this is what we'd like to do. We'd like to have you come. Are you willing? And, and sometimes if they're not, if they're alive, you know, of course, sometimes you put people in that have passed. So, you know, their family usually comes. But in this case, you know, if they don't want to come, sometimes we may pick somebody different. But in this case, he, he, he agreed to come, said, yes, we worked out the travel arrangements. Of course, we had to get the sculpture and all that made. Uh, but he was he was willing to come and uh, happy to come, and he and he told great stories too. I mean, uh, he told a lot of stories about the, the the movie he made with Adam Sandler. He was fighting on the golf course. He really went into details on that story. It was really great to hear him tell that. But he seemed like he was always anxious to come. He loved Missouri. He loved Drury University. He went to great lengths to speak about his time at Drury and his start and his time here in Missouri, and just seemed to love our state. So. I think he, uh, you know, when we contacted him about it, he just seemed excited. And matter of fact, he he wrote me a very nice letter afterwards and how uh, honored he felt to be in the hall. And I can personally attest that the uh, the little press uh, conference afterwards, where all of us were gathered around with microphones, he he went into further detail about uh, him uh, having his way with Adam Sandler in that movie on the golf course. Yes, <laughs> he, he, yes he did. All right. Well, um, what what other memories from that uh, from that day stick out to you? Well, I, I think the thing that you know it was he was so pleasant and so kind and so patient with everyone. Um, I just you know you just don't see too many famous people like that. And you saw the Capitol. I mean, I don't think there was a hallway empty that day, and I didn't anticipate it being that crowded uh, as it was, but. Uh, you just don't see people that, that just take that kind of patience to be with every individual. You know, you watch him on The Price is Right. I've even watched reruns and YouTube videos in, you know, since he's passed here. And he was always so friendly and so uh, spontaneous. With That's what made him so good as a host, I guess. He could just have fun with people. And he, and he was just the same way here. I mean, you, you saw him in the press conference, but, I mean, he was the same way with everybody. He was always engaging, always friendly, always pleasant. He never told it, you know, he just, he was happy to do anything. And he still got the, you might remember, he still got the plug in about spade and neutering your pet. So I thought, we thought that was pretty good too. 
I know that uh, the Humane Society of, of the U.S. was definitely appreciative of his efforts over the years. During your time as speaker, he wasn't the only um, only person that you inducted into the hall. Who who else did you induct? And um, I don't want you to downplay anyone else's induction compared to Bob Barker's because it was truly terrific. But uh, what was it like to to indu- to get to induct people into the Hall of Famous Missourians? Well, it was a it was a great honor. I was fortunate in the sense that I served four years as speaker, so I got to do four different Missourians. And then there was a, a serval that I got to do because they had, uh, a speaker Griffin had done quite a few. You know, he was speaker for sixteen years, and he'd done some, but they'd never been unveiled. They were in a I think they were down in the basement in the Capitol somewhere, and so we were able to get those out. And and Speaker Griffin was didn't wasn't able to come, but we were able to, to unveil those as well. But I do remember for me, uh, I was able to do Dale Carnegie, the, the, the motivational speaker, and obviously he's changed a lot of lives. So uh, that was that was one. Also, Lamar Hunt uh, did, and now he's, of course, a Texas guy, but he spent so much time here over the years with the Kansas City Chiefs and, of course, a couple of his other businesses with the underground storage as well as the World of Fun. That was a nice one. Now, at that point, Mr. Mr. Hunt had passed away, so Clark, his son, and the family came over. And it, it wasn't as big key, of course, as uh, Bob Barker as well. And then for me, um, uh, one and, and Mr. Hunt was a little controversial because they said, well, he's not from Missouri, <laughs> but he'd been such strong ties here. You know, no, nobody, I think in the end, everybody was happy. And then I put uh, Governor Ashcroft, who was the former Attorney General of the United States, and I always admired the governor. I was a young college kid when he was governor, so he was somebody I looked up to. And, of course, I felt like he'd become, you know, obviously Attorney General of the United States, pretty big job, pretty famous person. And so I uh, was very uh, honored to be able to add him. It's real neat to see some of the people Missouri has produced, either born here or spent a lot of time here that shaped their lives and, and made them who they were. And that was former House Speaker Rod Jetton talking about the induction of Bob Barker into the Hall of Famous Missourians. Of course, uh, Bob Barker passed away recently at the age of 99. Now, if you're tuning in late or if you want to hear more, subscribe to Show Me Today on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.